Robert reached across the table and gripped her wrist. What's the matter? They're here. All right, they're here. There's no need to panic. Just take a deep breath and relax. Relax? How can I relax? We've got to get out of here. Kira, I said I'd help. And for me to help, you'll have to trust my judgment. Before they come any closer, I want you to get up and walk to the back of the restaurant. Go to the restroom, lock the door, and stay there till I come and get you. The brass bell atop the door jingled. Two men entered and stopped just across the threshold. The second man reached under his jacket and withdrew one of the trackers. Robert felt his stomach clench. This was going to be tougher than he had thought. The man moved the tracker back and forth, then pointed it toward the rear of the restaurant. They started back. Robert slipped his hand inside his jacket and closed his fingers around the glock. The men stopped to let Betty cross in front of them at the counter. She smiled at them. A second later, her expression changed to one of shock as she caught the sight of the gun in Robert's hand. The men turned as one, each reaching under his jacket. Robert was already swinging as he closed on the nearest of them. The Glock cut the man in the temple and knocked him backward with a grunt of pain. The mustached man's hand came out of his jacket with a sig. Robert's own gun was out of line, and he couldn't get it down as fast as the other man was bringing his out. He stepped in close and gripped the man's right wrist with his left hand. Mr. Mustache pulled Robert toward him and grasped Robert's gun arm just above the wrist. Robert twisted his hand to bring the Glock to bear, but there were too many people around him for him to fire. He swung the man around and forced him onto the counter. Mustache grunted in pain as his lower back bent against the counter. He shoved with his hips and legs and forced Robert back. Robert's next step came down on the fallen man's leg and it jerked under him. He stumbled and slipped to one knee. His opponent pressed the temporary advantage and got off another shot. Wood splittered somewhere behind him. He fell backward, pulling the man with him. Bringing his right knee up, he cut the man in the chest and forced him over his head. Mustache crashed into a table, and for a moment his grip loosened. Robert rolled right onto his belly and jerked his gun hand free. He slammed the barrel into the man's forehead, once, twice, bloodying his face. On the second blow, the man's eyes glazed, and his arms went slack. His gun clattered to the floor. Robert picked up the sig in his left hand and rose to his feet, his breath coming hard and fast. Look out! Emma screamed. Robert turned toward the other man. He was rising to his feet, a gun already in his hand. Robert leaned left, dropping toward the floor. A bullet flew past him. He fired before another followed. The heavy forty-five slug cut the man low in the abdomen. The man went down, blood staining the front of his shirt from a gut wound. All the fight had gone out of him. Robert took the man's gun from him and tossed it out of reach. He put his own gun away and forced the man's hands from the wound. Emma, toss me a clean towel and call 911. He needs a doctor fast. A white dish towel sailed over the counter toward him. He caught it and pressed it against the wound. What the hell you think you're doing, Robert? This man just tried to kill you. Robert looked up and met Charlie's gaze. He's injured and the fight's over. Can't just leave him here. Mate, if you don't leave him, either the police or his friends are going to come along. You don't want to deal with either. You've got a point, Charlie. Pointing to the man lying on the floor, Robert said, Hold this in place. Help's coming. Robert stood. He was still panting. He wiped the sweat from his brow with the back of his sleeve and looked around. Emma was on the phone. Most of the customers were gone, having fled out the front door. Let's go, mate. Fetch Kira and get in the truck, Charlie said. I need his tracker. 
No time. Get the girl and move it, soldier. Piss off, Charlie. I need that tracker. There were at least a half dozen blips on the screen. Yes, but if nothing else, the sound of gunfire will draw the others, and Sugar Grove isn't big enough to hide in, even if they didn't have the trackers. Time to haul ass. All right, already. Kira? Robert called and ran toward the back of the restaurant and the restrooms. The door to the women's room was locked. Kira, we have to go now. She didn't answer. Robert took a step back and kicked the door. The flimsy latch popped free of the wood and the door flew back against the wall. The room was empty. Where was she? Had he missed seeing her enter the kitchen? Robert pushed open the doors. There were two people in the kitchen. One of them was Betty. Betty, did my cousin come through here? I didn't see anyone, Robert. But with all the commotion, someone coming through here was the last thing on my mind. Who are those guys? I wish I knew, he answered. 